Hey everyone, thanks for coming back to uh, Come Walk With Me. This is, um, I guess, episode 2 of 2024. Uh, I haven't been as active as I wanted, and I, I know I've said this a bunch of times. Uh, it's been chaotic with the kids. I have the new, well, maybe not so new now, uh, she's uh, six months old. My daughter is, uh, she is a wonderful young lady, but um, still, you know, at that stage where sleep is difficult and feeding is difficult and just things are difficult. Plus, then you add in two savage young men who are wonderful, crazy, wild, I'm pretty sure they're still feral, um... Yeah, they're they're pretty feral still, but um, you add them, you kind of you get more than the uh, the sum of the the individuals when you add all three together. You know, you take if if they all had like uh, a defined weight, let's just go with five, fifteen, and forty five. You know, we're we're looking at it, it wouldn't add up just to sixty five. It would add up to one hundred and twenty seven with these kids. I love them. They're wonderful, uh, and they give me <laughs> they give me much joy, many crazy smiles. Um, I walk it the, the with with my daughter. The, the the really the the sweetest part is when I get in from the day from work and I look over and I see her. She always shoots me this really big grin, like she's really happy to see me, and that's. Um, it helps to take away a lot of the stress and a lot of the pressure, and it just it helps to make life feel better. And I know that's not the role of a child to make my life feel better because that's kind of selfish. But it is a nice benefit of having children. You know, I mean, I I suspect it's something hardwired into the brain that says, "Hey." These kids smile. These kids do these things. You feel happy. You feel good. You want to raise them. You want to protect them. Because look, they make you feel good. So I'm sure somewhere in the lizard brain it's been hardwired over the years. Because otherwise, well, for all the trouble kids can cause, and, and they do traditionally tend to cause, um, we may be like, if we didn't have that, if we weren't hardwired like that, we might be like, wait, what am I doing again? Why am I raising this kid? Yeah, they're they're tough, man. He just went over there and he just he just closed my computer lid on top of a action figure and shattered it. What the hell? Like, what what am I putting up with here? Like, this is crazy. But um, the lizard brain kicks in and goes, "You see that smile they shot you? That smile? Yeah, everything's okay, isn't it?" And you're in your head like, "Hmm. Well, things are okay." Things are good. I won't say they're all okay. And maybe I'll be a little grumpy about my broken screen for a while. But, yeah, I like that kid. I like him a lot. I'll keep keep protecting him. I'll keep raising him. I'll keep growing him. Uh, Now they sound like they come out of test tubes. But, no, they're just wild, savage, wonderful animals that I happen to share a house with. It's kind of cool. Well, minus the cleaning up after them. That kind of sucks. But... When they're older, hopefully that'll be a little bit less. Who the heck knows? Um, I'm sure some of you have kids and you've had them longer possibly. And uh, heck, maybe you have less feral ones. So you may have a easier time of it than me. And I can't say I envy you because I love mine dearly. But I'm sure there are some days where I would uh, appreciate and enjoy the lesser workload of of less feral children. In time, 
they'll be a little more calm, a little more chill. Uh, the cool thing I've seen is my uh, my oldest, he likes to read, which is really nice. Uh, it's something I did as a kid. Um, he has seemed to take into reading a lot sooner. I wasn't, I didn't really get into books until I was almost 11. Um, I mean, I could read, obviously. But I wasn't like, hey, books are cool until I was like 11. And you know, now books are still really cool. Um, I still can't get the Kindle. I, I, I like it, don't get me wrong. Um, when I travel, uh, <laughs> on the rare occasion when I travel now, it is much easier to bring entertainment with you using your cell phone or a Kindle device or whatever. Uh, I remember many, many years ago, I was on a trip with my family to Italy, and it was a long week, and it was it was a bus tour. It was it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. It was a lot of a lot of fun, good memories. It was really nice to hang with my brother, my sister, and my parents. Um, but because a good chunk of it was touring Italy and you were on, on a bus for parts of it. I was like, I'm going to bring books. You know, this is, this is pre, <laughs> this is pre cell phones. Uh, at least, well, maybe not pre cell phones, but pre, pre smartphones for sure. So I had packed like five or six hard, I, I had a couple hardbacks and maybe a couple softbacks. And, uh, I swear most of my luggage was books over clothes at that point in my life. Um, and it was nice. I read them all. I uh, got some good sleep in on the bus. Had a lot of fun touring and seeing Italy. Uh, I wasn't as impressed of the touring and seeing of their highways and byways. But uh, Venice, Rome, uh, Capri. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. It was a lot of fun. I um, I look forward to hopefully going back in the near enough future. Uh, maybe even bringing my feral children. Uh, if the Italian government will allow them to cross the border. Who the heck knows. Um, but it's still a few more years away. They're, I think they're a little too young at this point to appreciate the uh, the beauty, the architecture, the food. Well, maybe not the food. It's pretty hard not to appreciate Italian food. It is a, <laughs> a wonderful cuisine. Um, but for now, they I, I think I'm stuck kind of in the water park Disneyland level vacations, at least for a few more years until the kids are older. Um, and they can maybe, you know, enjoy some historical things and other things that seem to grow in you as you mature. Though I will admit, the the water parks and the amusement parks are pretty damn fun, even when you're old. Um, minus that tube thing. I've done it. I wasn't going to be, I wasn't going to be outcouraged by my, outcouraged? I wasn't going to be less courageous than my son at the time. Now, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. It's that one ride, well, I forget the name, but basically it's it's in a water park, and it's a tube that appears to shoot directly um, in like an, an vertical up and down, straight down position. Logically in my head, I realized there is a slight curve so that you are at all times applying some minimal friction to the back of the tubing as you go and launch to the, to the pool, but from the naked eye, it looks a lot like you're in this capsule that the floor is going to drop out and you're just going to shoot straight down. And then eventually the curve curves a little bit more and you're okay. But, um, and I've done them before. I'm not a huge fan of them. It's not like I'm going to run screaming from the water park. Uh, and my son would have been, at this point, he was probably seven. 
and you know, I was like, okay, well, I got I got another couple of years. I don't have to worry about this. Like, I don't I don't mind these things, but I don't necessarily love them. They're not my favorite. Uh, I hate getting the water up my nose, but I I I suspect that I had a few more years before um, my my at the time uh, son. Uh, well, I guess he is still my son, but at the time my then oldest son would actually want to ride them, and so I figured we'd stand in line, get to the top. And he'd be like, ah, you know, Dad, I'm I'm good, man. I don't, I don't really want to do that. And I wouldn't have grieved him for it. I get it. I'm an adult. I look at it. I go, oh, I know, I know logically I'm safe because I know no place that wants to make a profit is going to actively put rides in that aren't, we'll go with 98% safe. You know, I'm, I'm sure in some weird, very whacked out, crazy day it could be dangerous but for the most part these parks these these places of fun and entertainment um they're gonna have rides they're gonna have things that are relatively safe so we're in line and we're probably about um he's ahead of me so there was like two people in front of him basically and uh i was like okay we're getting closer and you watch you see this one guy drop and he's like he kind of like he kind of like stepped back and i was like, okay and he sees another guy go and I, I start to see like no no he's he's kind of excited and um we maybe we were three people back so the last guy's loading or getting ready to load he almost he tries to run past him to jump in the tube first so i had to kind of snag him because i was not gonna let him go in the tube first then that dude, then me. No, um, you know, like if anyone's gonna follow some, my kid out the tube, it's gonna be me to make sure he's okay. Um, so I was like, no, no, hold on, buddy, you gotta chill. Don't, <laughs> don't, you can't jump ahead of that dude. So the dude loads up and he goes and shoots down the tube, and my and my son is excited. He is just, I mean, he is like beaming with joy, like, oh, I, this is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be great. Ah. And I was like, okay, well, here we go. And I was like, okay, buddy, it's your turn. And he, and then I'm thinking, okay, he's going to get in this tube, and it's going to close, and he's going to be like, oh, crap, I want out. Like, ah, no, no. And I was like, so I was ready. I was ready to be, like, reassuring because I almost guarantee, unless he totally, totally freaked out, they weren't going to let him back out of the tube. So I was just, I was there. I was like, you got this, dude. I believe in you. You can do it. And he just kind of looked at me and smiled, and he's like, threw me the thumbs up, and he he threw the thumbs up to the guy man of the tube and it just boom gone. There was like he didn't even need my reassurance, which was a little disappointing. I kind of was like, hey, look, I'm gonna be the cool dad. I'm gonna reassure him. He's got the bravery going on. He can do this. And then gone down the tube he goes. So I load up. I'm in the tube and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, really? I'm doing this crap. Why am I doing this crap? Well, you can't walk back down after your nine-year-old, well, I guess seven-year-old at the time, after your seven-year-old just went down the tube. So, ah, screw it. And I threw the thumbs up, and he pulled the thing, and down I went. So, yeah, I mean, kids are, <laughs> oh, kids are fun. And they, they don't, they don't make your life easier but I really do deeply feel they make it better. They make it richer in experience because they do not make you richer in your pocketbook. Uh, at least not um, maybe unless they, they have some very great potential for certain sports. I don't know if that's going to be the case with my children. Uh, they definitely seem to 
be physical and active and they don't um, they're not all gangly and tumbling all over themselves they're they're pretty well put together they have pretty decent coordination um do i think i have some kind of child prodigy for basketball baseball uh golf no probably not but that's okay i don't i am not one of those people i'm okay at sports i enjoy sports that's what i want for them i'd like to see them learn the basics and continue to play the ones they want to play and if they don't like them or if it's not for them it's cool do what you got to do buddy i just i wanted to show you what's out there i wanted to let you try new things um i wanted to spend the time with you and i've been doing the coaching too so um that has been interesting i've definitely as i've grown older i've definitely um buffered my temper before kids if I was a coach I don't think I would have the patience that I do have now for some of the other parents now I've also been very lucky the teams I've had have had minimal issues uh, and they're rather good groups of people but there have been a few times where I'm like really seriously and it is what it is I get it we all get hype, especially during a game. We're all passionate. Like I'm even I'm there like cheering the guys on. And for me it's almost like cheering on you know, depending on how, what sport it is, it could be like having my own like ten of my own kids out there cuz I know I'm just the coach, but you take the time to kind of help them and you did so you kind of have a bit of a um a little bit of a paternal feeling to like, "Hey, come on, you can do it. I believe in you." Like you got this. Like it's weird because you're like, I, I mean, it, it helps that my kid's out there too because it's like, okay, let's do it, dude. You got this. And then the other kids, you're like, yeah, come on, guys. You got this. And um, I get how hype I get. And then I have parents that are hyped up for just a individual child where I'm hyped up for a full team. And uh, again, I've had, for the most part, very good interactions. Uh, I've had some conversations with uh, at this point, only two parents, uh, one in two different sport, one in, uh, two different sports I coached. Um, and it was, you know, with a quick conversation and some clarification, it was resolved. So it was no big deal. Um, but it was fun. And I might, I might coach next year. I don't know yet. I haven't, I haven't figured that much out. Um, I think it depends on what level of skill is going to be needed for the next uh, the next level or the next sport. Um, he he was talking about doing flag football. And I'm pretty knowledgeable in football. I, I played it a lot as a kid. So I think I think flag football I may I may volunteer to coach that too. Um, we'll see. It depends on this and the other job and my heck just the other kids too. I mean it's a lot of time uh, getting the kids ready, getting the kids set up, and making sure they're doing okay. So uh, tonight, I didn't really <laughs> plan on talking about my kids and sports. Um, I kind of, the water park kind of dragged me away. and It felt pretty good to actually uh, chat with you guys about that memory. It just was a really good, happy moment that, uh, that I, I, I can always look back on. Tonight was going to be kind of just chatting about what's going on. Um, and maybe reassuring more. 
maybe, maybe you know, I say reassuring you in my head, but maybe I'm just reassuring myself that it's going to be okay. Um, I know there's a lot, a lot going on. Uh, though some of the news has been more quiet, you don't, uh, I haven't heard as much about Ukraine as of late. Um, I know uh, a lot of money is still going to them. That has definitely been um, <laughs> in my news feeds, and that makes me a little crazy because um, I, I don't, I don't want anybody to suffer. But I also know that money could do a lot of good here. We have a lot of people that need help here too. Um, at this point, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think the money is, would be better spent here. Uh, I don't I don't I don't believe there's enough accountability there. I feel like a lot of that money is just kind of going to waste and our politi- our politicians don't care and that is frustrating beyond belief. Um, as I've said many times uh, and and you guys I'm sure, uh, especially in the original the first time I started talking, uh, the first season, I guess. I don't really know. I'm still kind of figuring out how I'm going to name these things. Um, politics uh, is rampant again. It's getting big. It's definitely a, a lot on the news. And um, as I've said, uh, when it comes to America, I do not think our country is perfect. Um, it has uh, it has its own faults. But it's still the best country uh, in the world, in my opinion. And the only country I want to live in. Um, you know, there's things we need to work on and I, I, I will not argue that with you. There are definitely things that need to change. Um, but this is the greatest and best place to be. Uh, so hopefully we can start maybe focusing back on ourselves, maybe, uh, fix our issues first. You know, I'm not, uh, I don't like bullies. I don't like to see people get hurt. But I also understand that if your house is on fire, you should put your house out before you try and help your neighbor with the the fire in their yard, if you know what I mean. Like, we need to fix things. We need to fix taxing. We need to take a look at all the different things we put money into. There's all kinds of things that we're paying for that we shouldn't be paying for. Um maybe look at, uh, I mean, at this point, you know, the, the people laugh about it and joke, but I know my age and I know most likely by the time I'm ready to retire, there's a really good chance social security is gone. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that I am successful enough in my career or careers that I won't really need to depend on social security, but there are other people that will. So, my my hope is that we find a way to make the system work better. I mean, there was somebody that was saying, um, and and I and I get part of it. Like it, part of it is the fact that we are paying what we pay is going to people currently using it. It's not like they're saving up a uh, a. Uh, a, a savings account for you like my money is not going to be waiting for me when I retire it is being giving out to people currently retired um, and I, I see that kind of as a shortfall because that's how it started they they kicked it in and they said okay well all these people are getting benefits but no one has paid in yet and we'll figure out where the money comes from 
And so then they started collecting the money from people that were still working, and that money got paid to people on Social Security in the beginning. And it's kind of a snafu. I mean, like, they probably should have said, okay, well, what we're going to do is, you know, we'll budget a chunk for this first this first group. They may get slightly less benefits, but we'll we'll portion this out of the government budget versus just taxing people and making that money go directly to other people that are already retired. And again, I don't mind helping people. But it kind of doesn't seem like a great management of money to say, well, I'm just going to take this dude's money to pay this dude. And then when that second dude is gone, he's no longer, he moves on, and the first dude, he now retires, he's going to take the money from a third dude who's going to, you know, like... Uh, I probably could have made that a little bit more clear. But anyway, um, it's definitely Rob Paul to pay Peter, I think, is the statement. Um, my wife says it sometimes. But that's the basic gist of the beginning of Social Security, and it's uh, still ongoing. It's like, hey, we'll just have you pay for them, and then you have to hope that there's someone to pay for you. Now, um, I think some things need to be done. We have to figure it out. The problem is... People are going to freak. And again, I don't want people to suffer, but I think we need to figure out a better way for a lot of spending and not just Social Security. Um, I'm sure there's lots of things. One of the cool things I was thinking about was um, when the government finds people, when they find companies, when they um, when they do drug busts, I was like, you know, what would really be good is take that money. Now, I'd have to and maybe I should. I will try and see what uh, each department collects uh, annually on fines and stuff. But the thought I had was, what if they collect those fines and they pay down the debt with those fines? How freaking wonderful would that be? Or uh, they dedicate it to like good charitable causes. Then this way we're not borrowing more money for you know something like that. Like, hey, you know what? the money that been collected or, or, uh, you know, fined for companies goes and goes into the pot for social security so that now we maybe can start saving some of it up. So there's more there available later. Wow. I, that one just popped in my head. Now, whether it's good or not, I have no idea. I am going to try and see if I can find data on what the government and what law enforcement collects and, uh, um, well, collect is a nice way of saying it, but, you know, like when they bust of drug dealers, massive drug rings with millions of dollars, like where's that money go? Why, you know, like I don't think it should go into those departments funding because, well, we could use it in other places. They already have funding. Now we're just giving them more money for um, things. Like why not just for the next 10 years take all of that money and pay the debt down or pay it in the Social Security or something? I think I'm going to look into that. Uh, not that I have any say. We all know that. Um, I also think... I don't know, guys. I just I think it's, it's a weird time right now we're in. Um, be safe. Watch out. Watch out for your family. Watch out for your friends. Watch out for yourselves. Um, I don't really have a lot more to say. Tonight kind of took a, a U... Uh, came to say a U-turn. Uh, I just, I, I hit a unmarked road. I, <laughs> I walked down a path I didn't see coming. Um, 
I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope I didn't ramble too much and it wasn't too crazy. Uh, I will see if I can actually find uh, if there's a source for how much funding the government collects or how much they conf- confiscates the word. Ha ha. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to try and see what uh, resources there are for that. Cause could you imagine if they're like, I mean, heck, even if it's $500 million a year, that's, you know, half a trillion. That would help. That would significantly help. Or, again, throw it into Social Security. That would help everybody. Take that and then make interest on it. Like, I don't understand why the government isn't run a little more like a business. It's our money they're using, but they just kind of burn that crap willy-nilly. Like, you know, just because you can print money doesn't mean you should print money. You should make do with what you've collected from us. Or if you're just going to print it, then stop collecting it from us. Let us keep all of our money. And like, if it doesn't, if money doesn't matter, then if you should probably not tax us. If you can just randomly print it and it don't, you don't actually need us to pay you back or you don't need to pay it back, then stop taxing us and let us keep our money so we can uh, afford a little bit more or take care of our families better. Um, I am in no way a financial analyst. Uh, these are just random thoughts off the top of my head at 12.48 a.m. On, a, on February the 17th. So, um, again, I hope you're all doing well. I, I hope, I'm really glad. I appreciate everyone who still listens. Uh, you can always email me at cwwm at protonmail.com. Um, yeah, guys, thanks. Uh, take care of yourselves. And um, I love you all. Be safe. Uh, be safe. It, uh, stuff is getting crazy out there. Just watch your back. Protect your kids. Protect your family. And um, I'll, I'll talk to you all soon. Take care. Good night. Bye.